Hello and welcome back to the Diary of a Shaman podcast. I'm your host, Grandera Valeria. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. It really just ignites my heart that we are building this together and that we get to talk to each other and I get to share stories and you get to answer me and send me your thoughts on this on Instagram or if you're on Spotify, you get to tell me or Apple, you get to rate and I just, that lights me up. And listen, I, today's whole podcast is going to take me back into and take us back into my shamanic initiation, my purging. And the title's not being dramatic. Uh, It involves things like possession and in multiple ways. And this might be like a little too much for some of you, but I just ask you to keep an open mind and just hear the story as it is. Um, Not making any of this shit up. uh, It actually... Uh, experienced it and that's why I wanted to share it with you today oh my goodness so buckle up I'm so excited but I'm also like weirdly nervous I don't get nervous before recording podcasts I feel like I've done it long enough if you don't know this isn't my first podcast Uh, my Instagram actually started as a podcast page when I was just sort of coming out of my spiritual closet but this is my first one since being initiated right and so now this is this offers a level of depth that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to offer. But it's all because of this shamanic initiation that happened in Peru in July of this year. Oh my gosh, I'm like actually nervous to tell this. But I know that we're here, we're together, we're going to experience this, it's going to be great. Um, Drink some water throughout this whole thing. If it, I don't know how long it's going to go, but it's going to be a fun story to tell. So, you can always pause it and come back to it. (laughs) So, basically, I don't even know where... The first thing that uh, Spirit wanted to tell me, wanted me to tell you before even, like, getting into the story, is that I was born to be a shaman. I didn't just choose. I wasn't like, oh, this is just... I did choose to follow it. I didn't choose um, against the fact that it was supposed to happen. I hope that makes sense. So I was born this lifetime to become a shaman. Obviously, a girl didn't know that. (laughs) I did not know that um, until very uh, later on. Like, I didn't know that until probably May of this year. So this is me um, post-graduating from the university uh, that I intended with my Bachelor of Science and everything like that. But I had been inside of the spiritual sort of space since um, a while now. Like I I looked through my um, iPad the other day, like an iPad that I got when I was younger. And in 2016, I had the screenshot of a tarot card. And I remember like just throughout my life, sprinkles of now that I know were my spirit guides just like guiding me which to guide all of us they guide all of us we don't need to be conscious of them for them to be able to help us have that little voice in our head before um before we were fully awakened to what everything was my role this lifetime was to once i was awakened to go (laughs) like to go so that's why i wasn't fully aware of everything till i was um in 2020 But I was starting to get really sort of interested at like 18. I actually broke up, fun fact, with my partner that I had when I had just turned 19. Um, Because I was, I I was told by a psychic to break up with them. (laughs) And so that was like also a huge thing where I was like, I didn't really believe in psychics. But then I, I did. I did from that day forth. Even though then I was a psychic and now I was a shaman. I'm a shaman. It was just a gradual progression, but it's been, for some people, it might be like, that's super fast. It's been two years since 2020. I wasn't 19 2020. I was 20 in 2020. <laughs> uh, now you know my age. But um, that's like another like really important point that, you know, I was feeling like, wow, I'm so young and I'm being thrusted into this. But I think that in some circles, uh, it would it's it's actually very normal. <laughs> I'm feeling very called to talk about this. I don't know 
exactly um if someone needs to hear it right now that you're never too young you're never too young to start you're never too young to initiate if it's the right time for you to initiate um I definitely needed to wait till this like after I graduated university and all like that to be able to to handle what happened in the Amazon so let's get to that story right right okay (laughs) oh my gosh okay so okay 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 so for context it's important to know that i'm psychic so it's important to know that i've been receiving messages from spirit for my whole life but like consciously when i've been like hearing constantly a little bit too much i think since 2020 um and so i make my decisions made my decisions and continue to make my decisions by what spirit thrusts me into or tells me hey you should look into that and so in February of 2022, so earlier this year, I remember just slowly getting synchronicities about the plant medicine ayahuasca. And I know that this is a plant medicine that's been very commercialized, um, but I want to bring it down to the root of, I'm super protective of just like not, I don't even know what the right word would be. But not colonizing this medicine and not thinking that we own it, not thinking, no, 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 Uh, this was around and it's been respected for thousands of years and it's been around for a lot longer than that. But I'm just trying to say that when I talk about it, I'm not just like in a oblivious state of, oh my God, yeah, I just said ayahuasca and I was like, like, that's not it at all. And after feeling the fury... The fury, I mean it in the most respectful way, but the intensity, the strength, let's, yeah, strength is better. Of ayahuasca, it, like, it changes your perspective on everything. And right now, I'm, like, sort of checking in with my spirit team and the spirit of ayahuasca itself so that I, like, sort of know where to lean in and where to not lean in and what to tell and what not to tell. So this is a process, a co-creative process with spirit. And I feel like this is something that you're um, going to notice throughout this process. So in February, I started seeing synchronicities of the plant medicine ayahuasca and like a week apart. And that started to scare me because I knew, fuck, if I'm seeing synchronicities of this, it means that this is something's happening with it. And I didn't want to admit it to myself because I was like, this is really scary. This is really scary and I don't want it to happen. And um, I don't want to like, I was just so terrified. And so I saw a book uh, that had, and the spirit was like, order this book. And before, like, I was just, I didn't have enough boundaries, I think for sure. Like I, before, like I didn't have to spend the $30 or whatever to get that one synchronicity. I really didn't. Um, But I spent like the money to get the book. I don't know how much it was. And then I was like, okay, well, you, y'all told me to get this book. Tell me what page to turn to. And then I opened it and the page I landed on, I started reading it. And it was this man's story about, I'll link the uh, book below or put the name. It was a man's story about how he went to Peru um, and did ayahuasca. And now y'all know that I did ayahuasca, but put yourself in a mindset of somebody that was like completely oblivious. Like maybe I'd heard it in a podcast or so, but like never, not, not, it was not in my vicinity, not in my mind, but I was reading it and this man had a very, like it was called spiritual crisis or something. Um with ayahuasca and he didn't get like treated right with it um and he had he just had a bad experience with it where he couldn't integrate for a while and then he was like stopped in ecuador and all these things that i'm ecuadorian and so i was like reading that i was like okay let me just close this book up (laughs) let me just close this up and pretend that i saw nothing and then I saw somebody on my Instagram post that they had just talked about ayahuasca in their podcast. And I was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And then I had, you know how you find some people on Instagram just like out of nowhere? A lot of y'all found me like that because we're supposed to meet or we're supposed to interact. We're supposed to translate messages. We're supposed to like interact in some sort of way. Um, I had followed this woman uh, from New Zealand and I don't know how I find her found her like I could not tell you for the life of me how I found her but I went to like one of her recent posts and it wasn't that recent it was like maybe like 
seven posts down or something like middle but down and it said ayahuasca peru june 1st to june 15th i think june 14th and i was like and then i was like oh uh, uh, like I, I i was like okay i'm gonna follow you but i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave it so as i fast track this story i basically felt my spirit team like pushing me and they were like just like message her like i i can do the june because i graduated my ceremony was june 4th and so i couldn't do that and i was like i'm not missing my ceremony and they were like email her see if she has july she hadn't announced anything for july and i was like okay i'm just gonna send the email and that's it and so i probably still have the emails on my phone oh my gosh imagine if i found it and so i was I remember looking um, at the email and being like, listen, sorry, I'm just going to find it um, so that I can read it to you. Uh, Okay. Oh my God. I'm scared to look at. Oh God. I'm scared. Oh God. I'm scared. Oh God. I'm scared. Oh no. Okay. I'm going to read this to you. It was sent March 11th. Okay. So I had been synchronicities, I think in end of February or something, or maybe March. I think this confirms that it was March. I say, good mor- morning, good morning, uh, Lara and potential team, comma. I was wondering if I could get sent the info pack for the ayahuasca retreat in Peru. Keep in mind, I was stressed as fuck writing this. I remember being in my basement, being like, <laughs> are there different dates later in the year? Question mark. I would love to know as June 2nd, I have, oh, I guess it was June 2nd. See, good thing I have receipts. June 2nd, I have graduation to attend. Other than that, thank you so much for hosting the ceremonies. Wishing this finds you well, Valeria. Ah, oh my god, that just ignited so much for me. And so you're probably listening to like, why are you freaking out? Or maybe you're like, and you, you understand why I'm freaking out. But it was because that was such a big step for me to even like get to that point. And at that point, keep in mind, I did not know that I was being initiated for a shaman till May spirit probably was just like holding that information in so that i didn't get overwhelmed with everything all at once but they told me in march hey look into this hey send this email and then so we exchanged some emails back and forth she said i've been thinking uh or something around the lines of july uh we might be doing another one here's the info pack oh my gosh and so fast forward me in my room being like uh, 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 because I knew that that was the next step you know when you know something so deeply in your soul but it's so terrifying so you have to like just cradle yourself for a while yeah that's basically what was happening to me I remember like being just like rocking back and forth like a baby on like on the carpet in the basement in my basement and I remember doing that because I was like, no, I'm not ready. This isn't the identity. But I knew down deep in my heart that I needed to be there. But I could not admit that to myself yet. So I said, let's freak out. Like I purposely gave myself space to freak out so that I could have more clarity. And then I could potentially become the identity that actually invests a lot of her savings to get herself to Peru and then fly all these um uh, and then invest in in this retreat and then be able to eat well be able to sleep in a good hotel like all of these things like money needed to be sorted out me then telling my family holy fuck like some of y'all know how like difficult it is for my family must understand imagine you're sending your either it's like 22 year old daughter or um my partner <laughs> that didn't know anything about this medicine anything it's not in his culture it's not it's as far as he knows as far he can communicate it it took a strain on all of my relationships and I had to stick my ground but I was like so it was a really hard journey to get to the retreat is what I want to say to you And then in May, when I figured out that it was for my shamanic initiation, I was actually um, shuffling cards for somebody on Twitch because I once upon a time had a Twitch. I no longer am on Twitch, but it was a good phase in my life where I got to connect with a lot of fellow spiritual people. 
And I remember shuffling and talking about this retreat and I was fundraising for this retreat as well, which thank you so much if you were one of the ones that were helping me get to this place. I, um, I heard it's for you to become a shaman and I went, (gasps) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I get so excited and I'm just like everywhere. I'm everywhere. And so that was just a real recap of like right before because I think that that's very important to know where my mind set was at and then I got into a plane you know I don't think it was a coincidence that the week before I left both my mom left to help my sister in Honduras because they were doing something in Honduras and my boyfriend left he was also a big support system for me and is a big support system for me a week before I um went to Peru so it was like all the preparation it was down on me like I couldn't lean on my support systems and you know chatty spirit was chatty with me too much I didn't know how to put boundaries again something that I learned um that I need to do but the week before leaving to Peru zip no talking can you imagine (laughs) like them telling me yes go get ready buy this, get this, da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden I wake up, boom, nothing, nothing, like, ah, and spirit does that a lot of the time, it, maybe you've experienced, like, you get, like, no clarity right before you're about to do something, because it makes, basically, you're just trying to get over your doubt, even though you already know what you're supposed to do, so then I get on the plane, and let me tell you, I had one day in, um, a city called Tarapoto that I mentioned in my last or that Leah mentioned in our last um episode of the Diary of Shaman. Diary of Shaman, yeah. I keep on trying to say like Diary of Podcast. <laughs> Diary of a Shaman in Tarapoto. I had one night there. And um I remember bawling my eyes out. Like the fear of what the frick did I get myself into? What am I doing? I've never traveled alone. And I've always wanted to. That's not what was scary for me. It was the fact that I was going to be in the jungle doing something I've never done before. Listen, I was like a little angelita, I swear. So funny. Angelita, that's my mom's uh, name that she was giving at birth, but she doesn't go by anywhere because she doesn't like the, the name of Angelita. Anyways. I was like a little angelita, like I hadn't tried anything, I hadn't done any drugs, nothing, 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 let alone hallucinogens. So I was like, I can't believe I'm about to do this. So fast forward again, because we need to, you know, bring it back. And I feel, I feel like the spirits of like that are all around me sort of like pushing me different directions, being like, this is something you should emphasize. Okay, perfect. Let's move here. Let's move through here oh and i'm seeing my jaguar self emerging okay okay so you'll also learn why i'm called the jaguar curandera and it has to do a lot with the entire death process that i went through because the jaguar medicine is one that is like sees in the dark sort of like the glowing eyes of a cat inside of the dark and is confident through the unknown which i think has been a big theme since my uh spirit's real like hard spiritual awakening in 2020 my first one at least (sighs) because we have many and this was oh my god one that my latest spiritual awakening that's just oh my god um, so everyone's so nice. Oh, and I ended up booking with that girl that I told you that I followed on Instagram, <laughs> right? So I booked, uh, I went in July because she had a July opening and, um, it started July 1st. I had like so many, uh, I didn't know what to do, but I was like, well, I'm here. Entre la cabeza toca sacar las patas. Like my mom says, I don't know, something like that. Like you enter your head, you got to take out your whole body. Like I already put my hand in I might as well just pull myself out and so I was like let's go and so now I'm going to get to the key points that happened during the nine days I ended up being there or 11 days I ended up being there nine days that I was in dieta dieta meaning that I was open to the um, plant spirits that were working with me because this wasn't just an ayahuasca um 
retreat. It was a ayahuasca and plant dieta retreat. So you you get prescribed by the uh, maestro there. Uh, also, like it sort of like equates to like a curandero. I'm pretty sure it is, but in their culture they call themselves uh, maestros. Um, and I ended up becoming really good friends with him. He was texting me the other day. Um, or just like a teacher relationship. He really taught me a lot. And so main points. One, I, uh, we all were supposed to be in isolation. So I stayed in a little casita, a little house by myself, right by the river. I was pretty much like very far down with no other people around me. And then river crossed and then you could see, I couldn't see anything, but there's two other cabins up there. Other casitas up there, not cabins. Um, but I couldn't see them. So I was the last one from like the, I was sort of like maybe two and a half minutes away from the main house. Uh, I had one wall. Uh, (laughs) um, there was only candles, no phone, no reception. Uh, our, uh, food, we had two meals a day, two meals a day. Uh, it included sometimes like (laughs) salad. Platano, yuca. Um, but mine started to change because of something that uh, went awry in the first ceremony. So let's get to that, shall we? Okay. So it's going to be a lot that I can't say. Just for the sake of like... For the sake of time. And also for the sake of just like what really needs to be... Re- really encompasses this experience so my first ceremony i remember it was pitch black outside um because we did the ceremonies at 8 p.m um in that specific uh retreat in that space and um i had met maestro his name is maestro Reshinica. i have so much respect to, for him um and uh we went all into a maloka which is this little like hut sort of thing with a round base. I don't know. I don't know. Some of you might know. Some of you might not. And um, it was pitch black and we all have our own mattresses and we all sat down on our own mattresses all sort of spaced out. And um, in order of like, in in, in order that um, Lara uh, decided because she was the coordinator. She was sort of like the facilitator where my my Soroshenika was the one administering, um, like just working with the uh, plant spirits and or the the head of the whole ayahuasca experience, let me say. Well, he was the maestro, so he he helped with maestro, all of it. I'm just trying to really, like, respect everyone's roles, which is why you hear me trying to clarify, because I, because it's it's a big thing that, that, that we're about to embark on. So, anyways, we go one by one, and we get medicine, and I, the plant medicine, ayahuasca, and I get told the next day that I get uh me and this girl that was beside me get less than um the rest of the people because Lara figured that I was um pretty sensitive oh little did she know I was way more fucking sensitive than any of us could could have realized I mean I probably could have but I didn't have the capacity to say what was too much for me and so as you, this is my truth, okay? So I'm just going to share for my truth, being honest. I drank too much. I think we all came into agreement to that. I drank too much. And it was one of the hardest moments. It started the hardest moment of my life. Like, it was so... <laughs> I remember being dizzy. I remember starting to be like... And I don't want the story to scare you, okay? I want it to shine light on my story... But as you heard on last week's episode, like, Leah had a completely different experience than me. It was just because me, I was there for a different purpose. And, you know, we're all individuals. So I just want to summarize that I was so dizzy. I started seeing really scary things. And I knew going into it that I would see super scary things. So I said, okay, let's just relax. Uh, I can do this. I started seeing tarantulas. And... I did not like spiders at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. I don't know if any of you are sort of like arachnophobes, but seeing a spider, I can't, I can't, I, I, I still can't fully explain to you. 
<laughs> like I just gagged because of the example that I was about to give. So I'm not going to give it just in case anybody else is like not a spider person. Like Leah uh, last week said that she wasn't a snake person and we talked about that. Um, but I was just like, no, not a spider person. <sighs> so <laughs> I'm just starting to see the visions that I saw that day. So the tarantulas started coming at me and I was like, okay, ayahuasca, please help me with this. What am I supposed to be doing? And then I remember staring at the tarantula in front of me and then it would poof, disappear. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can face my fears. If this is what you want me to do, perfect. I'm going to do that. It didn't last long because after that they started, I remember trying to look at one and it jumped at me. The second it jumped at me, I was in my massive purge. And by purging, I do mean barfing. And I, I, like, listen, listen, I was purging and I was seeing spiders and there's crawling. And I'm sorry if this is something that you don't like to hear, but I'll keep it brief. That happened for maybe four hours. Four motherfucking hours. And it, I was numb by the end of it. Because I was needing to be like, like that, my sort of Shinnekut person needed to sit beside me. Well, not beside me, but like, he started singing an Ikaro, which is uh, like their medicine songs for the ayahuasca to me. And like, then I calmed down just a little bit. And then I needed to be supported by this beautiful soul. Um, uh, I, I'm, why am I forgetting her name? Her name starts with an A. Hopefully it'll come to me. Um, I don't know. I forget, but she sat beside me and like calmed me down. And honestly, that was the first time that I was like, this is what real, pure, unconditional love feels like. So that was the highlight of that night. But I was so numb. I slept there. I slept in the Maloka. Some other people did too. But I was the one in the medicine for the, like, not in the medicine, but like fully in ceremony for days after that like for two days i think I'm, i was pretty much in ceremony which is not normal you're not supposed to be still seeing things and and like uncontrollable sort of things that's not normal i drank too much okay so like maybe this is just an alert for you to know like hey if you're super sensitive like i was psychic i was a psychic hearing everything all the time i didn't need more than probably like a I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you. Um, because that was the last ceremony that I drank at. And there were supposed to be four. And I only drank at the first one. And I only stayed for three. So between the time, I left early. But you know why I left early? Because I intuitively felt that it was my time to go. So again, honoring your intuition throughout these processes. And I remember feeling so alone after my first ceremony i went back to my casita i was in my hammock we had a hammock we had a bed i was in my hammock just like swaying back and forth um i had i drank uh like a quarter of a planta called planta del amor because it uh it was support supposed to like be sort of supporting me but uh, i didn't there's nothing else that could happen in that moment because i was already just so like out of it. I was really so out of it. I was barely in my body. I felt like I was in different dimensions consistently. And so all that it caused me to do was lay in my hammock, freezing cold and going like shivering, just shivering. That's all it caused me to do at the end of the day. But I needed to drink that one bit. But then after I heard the plant that I want to tell me, there's nothing more I can do for you. And that's when we get into the position. Oh my God. I just felt my entire body ignite. Okay. So disclaimer. <laughs> I feel like this is just like a very, like I, it's, it's a real story. Like I'm not going to fucking lie to you, but we had had an ancestor on my dad's side of the family, sort of dad's, but it sort of came from like another like thing where like, then my dad was a kid of like this and like, it was sort of like, it wasn't, um, directly like my lineage that was close like sort of further lineage is what i'm getting again um i had an ancestor that did horrible things when she was alive 
And um, this information I got like a few days or like a day in to me realizing that. And my Shinika seeing me and saying, no, there's a spirit inside of her. <laughs> oh my God, is this terrifying for you? Or is this like another walk in the park, another day? Oh my God. Okay. When I was telling my family this story, they were like, they were like, this is fucked. <laughs> like, obviously, right? They're like terrified to send me to this place. And they hear all these things that happen, but I, I'm, I emerged okay. Like, look, I'm good. I'm, ugh, I'm like everything I needed to be. Like, I'm fine. Um, but I first need to deal with this fucking spirit that she was basically sending inside my body. And he had been traveling, um, from like me. And then he went to a few of my family members, including my father when he was a child. And, um, like this spirit had been traveling within my family and nobody even knew nobody even knew um but he was an evil like in the sense of a world i feel like there's nothing (sighs) spirits like is he really evil was he just not of service to you so let me just say that maybe like i feel like that's powerful (laughs) he was just not of service to me and one harm to me yeah that's accurate well she won harm for me so he was sending she was sending like attacks on me and uh so she somehow wiggled into my spirit crew without me like noticing and was trying to attack me and i wasn't like as clear on my boundaries back then again like i was letting too many spirits in and the spirit specifically had it out for me sent the spirit in my body and uh the ayahuasca seeing as it's a massive purging was getting them out of my body getting them out of my body but he hated that this man's name he's gone he's gone and he's not gonna come back or nothing but he's he hated the fact that she was trying to purge him out so i was basically imagine a scene from i don't know like a possession movie i was like there's no way i'm living this because i was like the whole shebang i'm sorry this is scary for you i really am but imagine how scary it was for me. <laughs> like, I was, like, rolling around in my casita. I was not able, like, people had to attend to me, obviously. And Lara was, like, bless her heart. Bless her heart. She spent days with me. Days with me. Like, some, like, just to try and get the spirit out. My Shinika spent a lot of time with me trying to get the spirit out keep in mind i was like thrashing as this was all happening i was like arched back on my bed i was this is all like in my casita that was happening the the day after the ceremony because they came to visit me and then it was it was bad i spent hours and i remember when i would get a breath of me because it felt very much like somebody else was in the driver's seat and i was observing and i remember my brain being able to recall everything that was happening but i couldn't do anything because of it so my neck would like thrash and um i could feel like the urge was to like let's say to like slam my head back but me consciously was like that's not happening so i put my head and i put my hand here and then i'd go like this like fucked up (laughs) like and so i will forever be just like so grateful for those that poured into me at that time because they took action they um helped me purge it took me like two and a half days to get the spirit out of my body so i was exhausted the people that were supporting me were also like lara was so tired um i don't know if (laughs) my throat ishinika was tired but i'm sure you know like it's 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 what was happening and i was like i had to fight for my will to live at that point okay and i will say that the um the what was it the second night i think the second night um so we're just backtracking just a little bit i felt like i hadn't uh got rid of this like spirit right um, but I don't, I didn't sleep in the Maloka that night. I slept in the Maloka the next night because I was being helped to get the spirit out. 
But what, why I'm bringing this up is because this is when I died. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I remember being in bed and we had toldo, like something that covers all the mosquitoes and all the bugs because we're in the Amazon. We're in the high jungle. Um, I remember being like... <laughs> I remember being like just horrible. I couldn't stop seeing spiders, and it was just like the purging. The spiders were basically everything that was like just trying to get out of my body, and the spiders and all this. I remember not being able to do anything. And this is a very powerful part of the story, so let's just take a deep breath. Okay. Basically, I remember fighting for my life alone in the jungle i couldn't walk fighting for my life as in like in my brain i was just in other dimensions like i was barely in 3d and i was just like this like sorry for those that are listening i was just sort of like blank face looking into the abyss of the dark that was outside and uh, i turned on my little lanterns that i had or my little light my little headlamp um, and I remember yelling in the middle of the Amazon. I don't want to get emotional to this, but I think it was just so hard for me to be alone in this place that I didn't know anyone, not knowing if, if I was going to make it out. I remember yelling. I was just like, please make it stop. Why am I getting emotional? I was just like, please make it stop. I I can't do it anymore. Like, I was just like... I had been in ceremony for like two days at that or like a whole day and a little bit at that point and that was just like one of the worst experiences um and it was all for like a better outcome but I remember um seeing uh, a tarantula come at me and I was like what do you want <laughs> and at that point I'd seen so many spiders that I was numb I think like I said and so I saw myself on the spider and then I heard ayahuasca or who was it? I think it was just part of the initiation process say, are you ready to go to hell or something? And I said, if that's what it takes. I remember saying, I was like, I was remember saying, if that's what it takes. And so like, I just want, I, I just guess like, it just has taken me so much to get here. And so I went to this really dark place where there was these like fiery faces yelling and like screaming. And I was, I just saw it and I was like, I kind of felt like, are you ready to die? And I said, like, I remember in my head being like, okay, so I'm, I, I've died at 22. That's so sad. And then I just like, it was like, okay, I'm ready to die. I did not realize I was going to get this emotional. And then I remember laying back in my bed and actually feeling dead. Like I wasn't breathing. I wasn't doing anything. But I was alone in the middle of a jungle, not knowing um, what was going to happen. And I'm fine, by the way. <laughs> I just don't know what's happening. Um, I'm just processing probably that emotion that I, that I felt that night. <laughs> But I'm good. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I'm good. And then I remember waking up from that death that I felt and being like exhausted and just yelling for Mother Mary. And um, I was like praying to God. And before that, I was like sort of I hadn't healed my relationship to like the Catholic uh, sort of way that I was brought up. Um, and I still always have layers to it. But I remember just like what's of sure prayer that I know that I, I can't fuck up. And then I was just saying, um, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Um, forgive us trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and deliver us from evil. Amen. Uh, like I was, I hadn't even said that prayer since I was like young, like young, 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 but it came to me and I was like, please somebody help me and I was yelling that in the middle of a jungle yelling it in the middle of a jungle because I just needed 
some light to come and help me or some people that are gonna help me I just needed that help I'm so sorry I don't know why I'm just like crying tearing this story oh but I recognize that dang I just this isn't oh anyways I felt that they did come to my rescue and then mother Mary I was just like please help me go to bed and I saw her grab me like this like grab me across my arms and lay down if you want to see the video of this you have to go on spotify but if you don't have spotify it's okay because i, I try to describe everything that i try to say so don't feel bad but she basically grabbed me on my shoulders and brought me down and then i was like please help me go to bed and then i heard three and then my heart rate started slowing down and then i heard two and then i could like barely like sort of breathe sort of like a shallow breath and then one i was out Oh, okay. So I guess that was a heavy story. Maybe that's why I needed to breathe with y'all before it happened. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is crazy. Oh my god. Like this is just crazy. So I just I just wanted to say. Like it just it's just crazy. Oh, thank you for holding me in that, by the way. If you're listening to this and you just like felt that, don't take it on. Just observe, please. Thank you so much. Okay, so fast forward, and then the next day is when I was like super like, <laughs> I can't believe we just like go past that. It's okay, it's okay, everything's okay. Then the possession happens, uh, happened, well, it came out of me. Um, he revealed himself to like really hate a lot of the people that were helping me, so that made it really hard. But I had to, again, so many. Uh, themes about fighting for my life in this ayahuasca retreat so many themes of being like do you really want to live and if you really do want to live fight for it right now because I will say trigger warning right now that um I beforehand a lot of the times had really dark thoughts I had really dark thoughts about what is the purpose in life this in this whole spiritual journey has been too hard this healing of my own ancestors is is too difficult for me all of this and I had like nothing to look forward to I think Uh, I was in a very different place and um so that got really like challenged when I was in the retreat because it was like are you gonna fight to live or are you gonna like continue to just be in death but you're never dying just being in that line after death in a weird space like between living and dying which talks a lot about the dark you know and I think that this is lending us perfectly into the jaguar part of this story and I will say I did per like I attended every like two ceremonies after that in those ceremonies I didn't drink but I had massive visions still so again because I was just so open to um what I was hearing, the Icaros that my Soroshinika was uh, feeding, because I felt everything so intensely, um, like, I, I didn't need to drink after that. Like, I remember uh, Ayahuasca telling me, you don't need to drink, you don't need to drink, you don't need to drink. And so, uh, the people there honoring that from me was like, oh my god, like, no, I didn't need to drink. Again, like, I just didn't need to. And... You know, now I just carry the wisdom that ayahuasca brought with to me, with me. Um, and I forever have this sort of like link to this, not sort of, this actual just link to this plant spirit. So I won't need to drink again this lifetime. I'm pretty sure. That's what I was told in ceremony. But they're like, I. but they're going to lead me to other plant medicine. I'm pretty sure. Or just plants to work with. I think I'm being lended to plants in my next chapter of my life. But we'll see more about that. We'll talk more of that soon and so um between that I uh like had a lot of help and everything but I want to get to the last ceremony which is the ceremony because we're at the 45 minute mark and I really like want us to to really I want to share this beautiful last ceremony that happened with me um so there's a lot of purging that happened before then I purged the uh possession that was inside of me um I died um I had to heal a lot of my womb space I had to uh, like really uh 
purge like another like just evil shit that was just in my womb let's just say that it was basically like a birthing process okay so like very hard again and so when i got to the last ceremony which was on a saturday the first ceremony was on a saturday too um i knew that it was my last one so my soda was going to close it out for me so let's get into that okay the the shaman uh, sorry the shaman emerged the shaman emerged so the shaman the jaguar curandera i was claimed on that day like that day was the reason that i'm a jaguar curandera and it's fun because i start seeing jaguars when i sit in front of my stroshenica so we went up to him i went up in front of him uh, to close out my dieta my plant dieta the fact that everything was working on me and so he just like singing and singing and singing and singing his icaros and what came through to me was i started seeing all these light beings just in front of me and i bowed so humbly because i had just been through such such travesty i felt <laughs> but i was just like so thankful in that moment to like just like be alive and to be held and i remember looking at them in my third eye this is all happening in my mental vision and i see them and i bow to them and then i like get up and they all bow to me and i start bawling my eyes out from gratitude as you can see emotion was just like flowing through me i was so happy and then I see a jaguar in front of me leading me into a kingdom of jaguars, like a realm, the realm of jaguars. And I see like me just walking into this realm of jaguars, sort of like this jaguar was introducing me. And this jaguar happened to be my Sotoshinika, introducing me into all this jaguar realm. And I didn't realize um, the rationalization of this till the day after, but I remember, like, Jaguars looking at me, like, sort of, like, you know when, like, someone is introduced to uh, your group? That's sort of how I felt. That, like, people were just, like, eyeing me out, just being like, oh, oh, like, that sort of energy. And then I remember him, um, or I remember being led down this, like, sort of, like, you know, the Lion King, or the Lion King? The Lion King? I think so. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Me, my brain just being like everywhere uh, where it's sort of like a desert. That's sort of where the jaguars were, even though it might have been fruitful and stuff, but uh, it, uh, uh, like where jaguars are. But that's what I saw because it was just vast. It was like an infinite. And then I remember now this might be out of order. I remember when I became a jaguar and it was that I looked into a mirror and I remember seeing me in the middle. Like it was a three three-fold mirror i remember looking at myself in the mirror and then seeing a jaguar on other the two other sides of the mirror and then all of a sudden we merge up i remember and me bawling because at this point i didn't realize that i was meant to be working with like a, like the jaguar like I, I remember i had an ancestor that was guiding me as a jaguar that's all i knew of October of 2021 and then he left me the moment he told me that we are going to uh, I was going to be in ayahuasca retreat he left me in March and um then I it all made sense that that day uh that last ceremony everything was closed and I was initiated um as the jaguar curandera and I remember just like being brought alive again like i remember growing from a little fetus like in my eye having a little jaguar like or not a little jaguar my sort of shinika grab me like grab like from water in a little basket like a baby basket i remember him grabbing with his mouth because he was a jaguar um <laughs> jaguars aren't gonna be standing up uh and placing gently on the ground and me popping out like an embryo and then all things sort of like like growing like a da -da 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 -da. and then I was like naked and I was just like I had like risen and I remember just like being accepted at that time and that was how I became the Jaguar Curantera <laughs> I uh, I don't ever think that the experience can be done justice but maybe because of all the emotion you'll feel the excruciating pain that it took for me to become a shaman at this age and I've been a shaman uh, in several, many, 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 many different lifetimes. Um, but 
this is the only one I remember. <laughs> the only initiation I remember right now. So it's been, and maybe I'll explore that. Maybe that's something that I want to explore, but that's how it went. Um, and I remember hearing that I needed to close out my dieta early. I remember feeling like I needed to leave. And so I did. And um, I left that Monday. So Saturday and then Sunday was my last full day. And then Monday morning, I left back to the city. And then post-dieta began. And so much, so much, you know, just life happens after that. You know, I was thrusted into working as a shaman pretty much right away. Um, and that's why they needed me to go out. And that's why I'm called a Jarukurandera. That's why sometimes I see my, when I look up, I see a huge, freaking beautiful black jaguar. Black jaguar. That's who I am. Um, and it's like, oh, I see myself bow to myself. Okay, you're like experiencing what life sort of daily is with me right now. And I think that's pretty cool. And so I'll show you my tattoo. Uh, so uh, after I left, or in that uh, last um ceremony i saw that i had a tattoo and i was convinced i had a tattoo on my finger and then eventually after a few days it started to grow 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 and they were like grabbing me up to getting a whole arm piece and i had not none before that um so i uh have this massive tattoo on instagram you can see photos i think if you scroll down to my tattoo um but it's a huge jaguar made up of hearts uh and it has the moon it has um a diamond on its third eye kind of like the psychic jaguar that I am. I have a yin-yang in here. I have sort of like a whole line that goes down to a point that like I always will follow my true north. I have the moon for intuition. I have leaves and nature. I have tree within the yin-yang. Like I have uh, sunset or sunrise also like right in the thing. So it's just, it was a crazy journey. I emerged as a whole new person and this has been a fucking amazing story and I hope that you've enjoyed it too. I hope that you, I don't know what you got from it, but I would love to hear what you got from it. Seriously, seriously, I would love to hear what you got from it. Um, and may you be blessed. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I remember begging in the jungle, you know, for for life and to impact people so thank you for letting me do that i'm gonna get emotional again if i do that uh so i'm not going to <laughs> but i hope that you have a great rest of your day night wherever you are follow me on instagram the jaguar curandera c-u-r-a-n-d-e-r-a -E um thank you to all that entered the giveaway last week's um the uh winner has been announced on my Instagram. Again, you can check that out also in the link below. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bless you.